video gaming podcast number 455 i am your host josh wise and that incredulous little noise there was uh, i just it's just the numbers are rolling by it was rich walker and the numbers are rolling by yeah Yeah. hello how's the how's the week been treating you yeah all right i suppose um a lot of ghost wiring Lot That's of ghost mostly wiring. been mostly been yeah. my week, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, can't really report much else. No, no. Um, we will. We, yeah. we this week we can we can deliver uh, definitive yes. verdicts on Ghostwire Tokyo, which is mm. good. I uh, can tell you that I've been eating an absurd amount of chocolate as well. Oh, that's always good. Oh, I don't know if it is. You know, good, well, good for the listening ears anyway. Maybe not well, good for your general new. health. <laughs> <laughs> nothing new to report. I watch just um, the same established favourites. Yeah, just I'm eating too much of it now. Fair, fair play, um, fair play. Can't remember if I talked about the hazelnut lint. It was good. You did, you did. I did. Yeah, uh-huh. good hazelnut lint. So, yeah. uh, this, this is why I... people tune in for repeated opinions. <laughs> well, they like to know that the hazelnut lint is is still good. Some people don't. Yeah. Some people well, have a problem. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, uh, I went to go and see the Batman. Oh yeah, yeah. It's long. It's three it's, hours, isn't it? It's three hours. Well, why is it three not, hours? Does it it's, justify its three-hour runtime, Josh? That's what I want to know. Well, I'll tell you what. I, it's not quite the full three hours. I think it's like two five. It's basically three hours. Two fifty, which is right. which is too long. Uh, for most films, it's uh, you know I I, I, yeah. I would say that, you know some films deserve that length. Um, well, Nolan's about two hours thirty or something. He did a big one, yeah. Nolan he did big ones, yeah. He just about did it, but but like so. Even, Matt Reeves came along and was like <laughs> two and a half hours. That's I'll raise child's you. play. I'll yeah. raise you. <laughs> yeah. I'll yeah. see your two and a half hours, mate, and I'll raise you. I'll raise you just loads more. Yeah. Um, and it is good. I report on the Batman is that mm. I I did enjoy it. It's mm-hmm. like a new thing. It's a new uh it's a Take. sort of Batman that you haven't really seen before, which is cool. On well, okay. at least on the on the cinema screen anyway. You've kind of yeah. you know, it, it they're doing the sort of like year 1. Well, actually it's like year 2 in the movie, but like you know, right, they got yeah. they got the sort of like young Batman, who's still not learned everything. He's still really good and stuff, but he's, yeah. he's just sort of like not the he's not quite hundred percent there. Elite dude. Mm. Um, he's not fully the Dark Knight. He's not fully he's the Dark Knight. Yeah. Fully grey. Off grey. He's a bit grey. He's a bit grey. He's a bit grungy. In fact, speaking yeah. of which, uh, that Nirvana song, "Something in the Way," plays sort of not throughout the, but it plays like several times in the really? movie. And quite, yeah. It's it's a bit weird. It's it's um. You and I will say the soundtrack is really good. Okay. They've like Michael Giacchino has done a thing that mm-hmm. it, he really has made a Batman sort of set like a unique. Batman right. soundtrack that is different from the other ones that I just thought this is really good he's created like a whole mood for this thing and a minor point right but kind of a big deal for me as a Batman I am sort of a Batman dweeb and I presume you are as well <laughs> I've got quite a few of the graphic novels yeah, yeah. you know the yeah. big hitters you know Nightfall <clears throat> Dark Knight Returns nice The yeah. Killing Joke got all those the class- Long Halloween the classics the classics I'm yeah. just looking at my shelf now. God, I've actually got more than I remember having. Yeah, yeah the classic. Well, you'll be yeah, you'll be more. liking this movie because, uh, as, as people know, <clears throat> uh, Paul Dano is uh, the Riddler. the Riddler, which I thought was supposed to be a secret for a bit, 
And then it's like they really? sort of went, ah, sod it. Yeah, because I remember <laughs> reading early stuff about it. You know, like oh, yeah. the Riddler, whose identity is for now a close guarded secret. I was like, oh, well, it's clearly Paul Dano, isn't it? Because <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. he's in it, and I assume he's going to be you know, he's in playing it. a significant part. And yeah. then it's like they almost went, ah, sod it. Yeah, he's a everyone. <laughs> they do the old uh, switcheroo, sugar me do, trying to keep yeah. it a secret. But it's like, yeah, well, it's just him. Sort of obvious, and that's, isn't it? He's he's written like a comic book that's like his Riddler's backstory. Oh, really? That's yeah, he's actually like they got Paul Dano. He was like he wanted to do it. But I tell you what's kind of cool for I don't for know ba- that. You do. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Two of those are showing you're away. Um, <laughs> I think if you've seen the the trailer thing. And you've yeah. seen his costume. It's kind of cool because he's got like little like dweeby glasses, but sort of it's like... sort of um, Zodiac Killer inspired, isn't it? A little bit, but but like more to the point, it, especially uh, taking into account what you just said about your comic book collection. Mm. For me, one of the cool things about the movie is that they, they kind of seem to go, yeah, we are going to do the Riddler, but we're sort of going to combine him with Hush. And it's oh, like, oh, that's weird. actually a really cool thing. Like, you've taken the Riddler, but you... And, like, what works about the Batman is that, like, loads of the movie, and I mean loads of the movie, is just a detective thing. Like, well, it, it just Batman feels like... Batman is the world's you know, greatest detective. Yeah, it feels and that's... like they forgot about that. They kind of forget about that quite mm. a bit, or they pay it cursory attention. I mean, yeah. Nolan sort of had a go in the dark night with the sort of like bullet trajectory thing. Like they show him investigating shit with Alfred, yeah. you know, when he's trying to trace the guy with the fingerprint on the bullet, they kind of do it. But in this one, it's like, it feels like a kind of, it was funny. You mentioned Zodiac cause it, it kind of is a little bit sort of David Fincher, like everything is permanently raining outside in Gotham. Good Gotham, by the way, this one, yeah. they kind of okay. nailed it on. Like it's actually Gothic and sort nice. of reminds me the most of um, the one from the Burton movies. I love the Burton Gotham first. It's all larger than life in it. Yeah, it's It's, it's almost like ridiculous. Like it's just gloomy. The the day, even in daytime, it's this gloomy. But like, Mm. sort of could almost be like a Fincher movie for loads of it. Like like a real slow investigative thing, going through these riddles, these murders and stuff. The only thing is, um, it throughout the movie it happened like four or five times well i never check check my check my phone cuz i turn my phone off but you know like figuratively speaking one checks the phone in a very long film and you kind of go Oh, geez, like, you know, is it how long, how much longer have we got? You know, you have that sort yeah. of looking, looking at your watch moment. Well, and I have a little um, digital watch with a light. So you got a digital watch with a light, although I imagine yeah. that you wouldn't be so uncouth as to activate the light inside the cinema screen. Yeah, it's not that. It's, what, do you, what sort of light do you think it is? Do you think well, it's like pro- a massive spotlight that projects the time under the scene? Have you seen the world is not enough? Of course you have. <laughs> you know the light he's got on his watch that illuminates the... Yeah. Uh, the it's not I'm like imagining that. you with like an emergency <laughs> mad light watch. <laughs> <laughs> I do activate the light because it's imperceptible to anyone but me. Yeah, we'll yeah. see about that. We'll see about <laughs> that. Um, yeah, like it four or five times I thought to myself, this is long, but it's amazing. Like it's not that much too long. Like I'm still <sighs> having fun with this. And it got to a certain point where it finally broke me. And I was oh, no. like, wow, this movie's still really good. And it's just about dawned on me. I was like, we have, you know, we, I won't tell you what happens in the story, but you know, something happens and you think, oh, okay, so we're, we're wrapping up now. And then it's like, no, there's actually like close to another hour. And you're like, oh, 
Oh, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> and there's just that one, like, set piece thing too many for me, where I was just, uh, uh, yeah, I, I just... It just is too long, and they do just need to cut it down. At round about the two-hour mark, this would qualify as, like, the best Batman movie since The Dark Knight, I think. Like, it it would would be... It really kind of coolly does something else with it, but then it's just that extra hour. It's like, ah... I don't understand this trend now for two-and-a-half-hour, three-hour films. It seems to be quite a frequent thing. I don't equate that with value for money. No. I equate it with my bum being numbed. Yeah, and, and, pro- just, and quite possibly needing a wee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, Which I didn't actually. Yeah. I, I had a beer when I went in, but it was a small. It was a three thirty can of beer, right? Um, which you, was small enough. And I said, <laughs> "Well, they sold it." I went to a really nice cinema, and they sold oh, yeah. lots of lovely stuff there. Anyway, um, but yeah, j- just just cut it down. Just everybody wins with, you with a you know with a two hour movie. It's fine if you if you really insist on making it three hours. Cut it down for the cinema. Do, do a theatrical cut. Mm. Then you got something to look forward to when the Blu-ray comes out or the digital version or whatever. A nice extended cut. Do that. Yeah. Or do two versions in the cinema. Oh, really? Well, because I'm only just thinking, like, if you actually... Because I'd want to see both, but I'd want oh. the opportunity to make the second one cinematic. Because it would suck if you were like... Yeah, I actually want the extended one, and it sucks that I'll never have the experience of the extended one on the proper, like on the big right. screen. Like if you had to wait for it to, like I hear what you're saying. It'd be, it'd be a bit like, um, didn't they, you know the Zack Schneider cut of the Justice League? Yeah, didn't that yeah. go back in cinemas for like a week or something? Did or was it? that no, only? I don't, I don't know. I, don't, I still haven't seen either no, version. No. Well, I'm not interested. I don't no, care. No, me neither. Um, <laughs> but you know, but if yeah, any listeners have seen it and really think it's good. I'd be interested to hear why. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, the penguins is 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 great. You just wouldn't know yeah. it was Colin Colin Farrell. It's amazing. Cool. You just don't. I want to see it. I want to see it. I got to convince Elise. Someone needs to help me to convince Elise that she needs to go to the cinema and watch this because mm. she's not up for a three-hour comic book movie. <laughs> no, she saw Endgame feel... with me, and you know, yeah, that was a big oh, it's, ask. It, I tell you what, for me, it's nice because it's just, it's just so different from what Marvel are doing, but in a good mm. way. Because okay. DC have not been able to compete. The DC movies have been sort of rubbish for me. Yeah, um, well, the sort of DC cinematic universe hasn't it, quite come it, off, has not it? It's a really, bit fragmented and messy. Yeah, whereas this one is not interested in the universe. It's just sort of just wants to be a film yeah. in its own right, and it and it's just it's good stuff. Good stuff. It's good stuff. Nice. It's good um, to hear. Right, we've got to talk video games. Is what we got to do. Mm. I'd be cool if there was a Batman game, man. <sighs> Yeah, you know, that Gotham Knights thing, I'm up for it. But boy, how I wish it was just a Batman game. Yeah, I know. Gotham you Knight. Know? Gotham. Not the S off and just have Batman. Gotham Knight. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, just a different... Yeah. That'd I don't nice. know. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, Arkham Knight was 2015. Seven mm. years we're getting on for now. No yeah. Batman games. No Batman. Madness. Man. Right. Yeah, it really is. You have a bloody jingle and, uh, and we'll talk games. I'm You're getting hub vibes. Yeah. The dreaded hub vibes. Yeah. I'm You're getting hub vibes. Yeah. The dreaded hub vibes. Yeah. You don't want to compromise your orangey bit. I'm buzzing. I do want one. Don't get your top bit pushed in. Ghostwire Tokyo. In the end. In the yeah. end. Uh, we did talk about it a lot last week, so I won't talk about it loads this week. Uh, but just to say, it was it's a ruddy good game. 
Um, mm. Hold on, you hated it, didn't you? Didn't it seven? <laughs> seven means you hated it, Josh. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, it's not... My opinion of the game did sort of wane slightly when it was mm. given a bit of room to, 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 to breathe a little bit. I sort of thought about it, and then, and then I came back to it, and I sort of played it again. That's because we one were of those... messaging each other about mm. it as we were playing, and you were loving it. Oh, you have done way more than I had at one I point. I had. I was well ahead of you, uh, and yeah. possibly even... I've got like 80% of the souls. Uh, I think so I'm, I'm on like 75 <laughs> at the moment. I went a bit nutty with the the little prayer beads looking. Oh yeah, those. those, I've hundred percented a few areas now. Mad. Um, Mm. I mean, you know, if I'd have, if you, when you asked me after like seven or eight hours with the game, I'm Mm -hmm. thinking, God, yeah, it's actually whatever you think the game is. What, like, because you know, because in my head it was just like, oh yeah, it's a horror and it's kind of connected to Shinji Mikami at least, or it bears he's exec producing it. You Mm. know, Tango GameWorks. You have all these thoughts in your head. You actually play the thing, and it's really different. You know, it's it's not quite what you think. And actually, oh, it's not primarily about scaring people. It's about other stuff. It's about action yeah. and kind of. I know, have seen some the- reviews actually that have lambasted it for not being scary, and I don't think it yeah. ever sets out to be scary. Really, it's more it's unsettling difficult. than scary. Unsettling is a good word. Yeah, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, you know, what it is actually. I think is like just a good version of what I would be perfectly happy for someone like Ubisoft to do. Mm. And that's the opportunity that I don't want to let slip through my fingers. Cause it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, all right. It's not the horror game that you maybe thought it was. And actually because of that trailer and because of the name Shinji Mikami and because of Tango Gameworks, who did the evil, evil within, within and yeah. evil within two as well, to a lesser extent. But you know, because of all of that pedigree, it's a perfectly reasonable response for someone to go, you know, and, you know the enemies in the game are designed like sort of, you know, J-horror uh, mm-hmm. tropes, you know. Yeah. All, 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 the, all the hits, all the hits. But yeah. <laughs> you, you, you sort of don't... It's, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, but, but, but the game that we actually have, though, meanwhile, is actually only around the 20-hour mark. It is a nice-sized map. And I actually do want to see all of the map. Traversal yeah. is fun, and mm-hmm. it's not too mad. This reminds me of one of those games where it's like, and I, and look, I don't care about how we define these things, but it's just an emotional response. It kind of feels double A. It feels like, and I know that sound that doesn't sound. It's, it's, it's got like a double A spirit. It, it like mm. in terms of its uh, you know production values, it, I'm, I'm you know it's it's really bloody high. Um, yeah. But it's got that lovely thing where it, it just kind of feels like one of those imperfect, like lovable, really fun, really bonkers games that you pick up pre-owned in Game Station twelve you mean, years ago. You, know? you mean double A in the the most complimentary sense? Then I do, man. Yeah, yeah, like a game where it's like, oh, they kind of fucked it. Oh, yeah, they sort they don't of make fudged these a- anymore. Yeah, 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 and I guess, you know, depending on how we actually assess triple and double A, it probably actually is double A. I mean, I would be very surprised if the budget um, for Ghostwire Tokyo was comparable to something like, uh, you know, yeah. Grand Theft, Grand Theft well, it's Auto. Also, or... It's also the sort of thing I imagine most people just kind of be dismissive of. Yeah. They won't really, they'll be like, what? what's this, Ghostwire, what? Yeah, uh, I'm not playing that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For Which sure. is a shame. I 
I would urge people to play this. Yeah, it's really yeah. good. It's one of the best uses of the Dual Sense I've ever seen. If you've got a PS5, yeah, I'd yeah, say it's, you definitely it's, want to get it's, this. It's delicious. It uses mm. like, um, like good, really nice haptics. Like yeah. really, really nice for the rain and mm-hmm. for your enemies kind of fly into little chunklets, and you can sort yeah. of hear the tinkling of them. But then also you got like a bow and arrow. It feels really nice in the triggers and drawing. You have to draw little hand seals on the touchpad. It's, it's oh, just, I love that. I know, so did I. Like, I got it's quite just good such at a, that by the end. A really good use of that of mm. that sort of stuff that really really elevates it. In fact, which actually, makes the combat, me wonder as well. Sorry, mm, no, how no, the hell is this going to translate to Xbox when it comes out? I think I think it'll I think it'll translate okay. It'll, I ju- it'll I just be think a lesser game, won't it? it? Won't it have half of the features that yeah, I, the that's true. Affords. Uh, it, it'll be a shame because like you know. It's it's obviously going to come to Xbox at some point because because yeah. Bethesda Softworks. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be one of those ones where it's kind of like people will still have a really good time. It's just that for me, the combat was quite quite elevated because yeah. of that stuff. And if I was doing that stuff just on a standard, just on an Xbox thing, just with like your old rotor vibration, it'd be okay. But I, I just don't think it would be as crunchy, sort of satisfying, mm. like delicious. You know what when I mean? When you charge up like a, a projectile. You hold down the button and yes. the whole pads vibrating, going a bit mad. Yeah, I love that. And then you let oh, it go, it's, and it's just. Whoosh. I know, and I love Lovely. that really light, um, sizzly haptic mm. thing that it can do with like fire. Yeah, yeah it's like it's, it's nice. just like really, really nice. To be honest, it's funny, um, <laughs> but yeah, it's you know. It's, and it must be a weird sell as well. Like trying to like when I went to the cinema to see the Batman, um, there was like a fairly like I'd say thirty second trailer for Ghostwire yeah, Tokyo in the cinema. TV. Doesn't yeah. really communicate what it is at all, does it? It doesn't. And I'm thinking if yeah. I was just you, you, you know, someone who didn't really know, you, you sort of think, okay, it's got ghosts and it's got this fellow doing all these sign language symbols with his hands and he's firing magic about and you sort of <laughs> if <laughs> and even the people that are interested in it you know which is me which is definitely you which is a number of yeah. people you know people who sort of know more than that than, than the average punter maybe like it, even then it's hard to communicate right like we first heard about it at E3 2019 and it was like mm. well I want to play that game but I couldn't tell you what it was <laughs> yeah no I, well, I had no idea I mean until I got it in my hands and actually played the thing then I was like oh okay this yeah. is what it is I mean for some reason I thought it was linear like I said I think I said this last week you did you mentioned that yeah well you yeah. mentioned it to me at least yeah, uh, yeah. and it's just like, it's not at all it's like <laughs> it's, t- it's a yeah, proper full open world yeah um, with and, all and the trappings uh, of that when you treat it as such then mm. all of a sudden it becomes like oh uh, this is actually what I wish Dying Light 2 was. Like, there sort is a of. skill tree, but mm. chill out. There's only, like, 20 things on it, and you're going to get all of them. And, like, it is much smaller, but also thus much more interesting than the map in Dying Light 2. For, for, for me, anyway. Mm. Like, it's just a tighter, let's do that, but let's actually do it in 20 hours version of the same thing, you know? I mean, I've, uh, I've played it for 40 hours and I'm still going, so... Well, and, you know. well, yeah, I should say 20, 20 for the story, but there is a lot of That's stuff. That's if you beeline it, I think. I think yeah. you'd have to dodge a lot of the side missions as well. To I did uh, all of the side missions and the main thing in 25... You did that in 20 hours? 
25 hours okay, okay was my well. was my full time but that's you know there's still spirits mm. to get there's still relics to find there's still jizo statues there's a lot of bloat there's a lot of clutter there is still a lot of clutter in Ghostwire Tokyo I will say that um, I mean yeah the map if you look at the map it's a bit full on but it's, it's it not is. as bad as it looks <laughs> no it's 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 not mm. and you know it, it's also just kind of it's the perfect game where you just kind of zone out, like Crackdown, yeah. finding those agility orbs. It's a, it's a classic thing where you just do that and you just think, mm. yeah, I'm having I'm having some good. Some good I loved fun. it. I loved it. I think maybe I loved it a little bit more than you did, but um, I, I still really I, when you had asked like last week when you asked mm. me at the ten hour mark, I think I'd love it like just as much. Okay, it was it was only because of the, the sort of little bit of distance and a little bit of like. Re- reflection and of course you know getting all the way through it and getting everything but I, I still I still liked it I still think and I will say that setting is one yeah. of the most interesting sort of beautiful settings in a game mm. in a long time for me personally it delivers like a richer deeper promise than Kamurocho like oh, in the wow, Yakuza what? games I always felt like that's blasphemy oh. isn't it well <laughs> I love Kamurocho but and they are very, very different. But yeah. it always felt to me when I was when I was you know playing the Yakuza games, you know, there's always that sense of like, oh, but what's down there? Oh, mm. if only I could just go down that street a little bit. It's like imagine Camarocho, but now imagine it's like a proper open world, and there's much mm. more of it. And also, it's not just the red light. It's like the the sort of council flat like blocks of a, of apartment housing outside, you know, and it gets mm. a little bit more rural and a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, suburban kind of thing. It's, it's, it's really massive, you know, with mm. a big park with woods Huge in it and shopping stuff. complexes and malls and things as oh, well. Yeah, it's just vast. Yeah. It's just massive. Um, the underground, you've got the whole yeah. Shibuya underground as well. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It really gives you the sort of the full gamut of, uh, mm. of, of that experience. But yeah, <laughs> bloody good stuff, man. Um, yeah, I, I have been playing uh, Tunic, which oh. has a little fox fella in it. Yeah, that kind of came out of nowhere. I would have liked yeah. to have reviewed that, but it's like, oh, what? It's out. Okay, <laughs> forget it then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's um, it's funny because uh, with with so Tunic is kind of like a, um, a classic Legend of Zelda inspired um, adventure. You're a little fox fella, and he's mm-hmm. in a green tunic, like Link was, is always has been in Zelda. The tunic of the title. You what? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Wonderful. Um, but he's a little fox and he's got a little quiff and <laughs> which he's got, which is brilliant because it sways yeah. to and fro and he's got a little bushy tail and he just hops about like a little twat. And I, I, love, I love that. I'm there for mm, that. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's funny because if you've been following, I mean, I've been following Tunic since it was, it was originally called Secret Legend about five or six years ago. I went to a, I think it was EGX Resed or something in like 20... 17 or 16 or something and it was and i remember secret legend and thinking oh man it's Zelda, but it's a little fox fella like I'm you weren't with us that. yet then were you yeah you were sorry you weren't with us yet then were you no did you i join wouldn't. us i was not uh 2018 jeez so you were just you were just a, a shit muncher civilian <laughs> I, was a shit mu- I was a, i was a punter yeah yeah yeah, yeah. But, no offense to anyone, you know. No, to I'm any of joking. the listeners who, yeah. uh, you know. <laughs> I'm joking. But 
I uh, loved the little fox fella then, and then yeah. it changed the name. And it's it's one of these games you've just been hearing about it for years and years and years and years. And I played that demo of it uh, like a few months ago. That was part of the id Xbox demo thing. Uh, and, yeah. You know, okay. all that good stuff. And it's finally out. But you're right. Because it's finally out, but it's surprise launched, which is kind of really amazing yeah. and funny. It's like, oh, uh, everyone, it's out right now. Yeah. <laughs> Just as my uh, Game Pass membership has lapsed as well. <laughs> and I don't plan on renewing it anytime soon. Brilliant. No. Yeah. Uh, well, I, yeah, I fully can get behind you on that. Mm. Um, yeah, but it's good. It's good. And it is a bit more than just little fluffy fox fella in a green tunic hopping about doing Zelda stuff. I mean, for that's a lot enough. of... I mean, that's enough right yeah, there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> I was just about to say, for a lot of people, that will be enough. And, you know, Godspeed to those people, because mm. it is enough, quite frankly. However, there is more to this. Um, it is quite clever. It's... Um, it's one of those games that's sort of enthralled to games themselves, which you always risk being a bit, yeah, you know, wanky, being a bit sort of like... You, I know you what know, you mean. Inward searching. But there is a lot of stuff here where it's like, you know... So, for instance, one of the things that you find are sort of like floating little pages. And so you think, mm-hmm. it's a floating little page, you know, whatever. But you look at it, and it's actually a game manual as though it was an old-fashioned booklet oh, for the to, game of Tunic that you've, you've just got bought. to collect the pages, haven't you? Yeah. And yeah. what's funny is they tell you little bits about the game, but lots of the language that the, in which the manual is written is in a kind of rune language that you can't make any sense of. So you're mm. sort of looking, going through this booklet, looking at the pictures and trying to work out what you can from the little diagrams. And then it's got this, it's got this perspective, which is kind of... Um, it's not quite sort of somewhere between... It's not like top-down. I guess you'd say it's isometric. Um, mm. And there's lots of stuff with perspective. Like, you won't quite... It, it, actually, in part, it reminded me of Super Mario 3D Land slash Super Mario 3D World, where it's yeah. like they play with that perspective. More so in Land, actually, on the 3DS, where it's like, you know, you see the square with the point right at the bottom and you can't quite see round. They play little bits of trickery with your perspective. There's like hidden passages in Tunic where you think, oh, mm. I can go around the back of that thing, actually. It was a bit bit sneaky. Um, okay. Do you know what, though? Quite tough. Oh, is it? Quite tough. It reminded me a bit <clears throat> of... Um, of like, do you remember Fez? Did you ever play I Fez? Did. Yeah, I did play Fez. Yeah. <clears throat> did you like it? Um. Yeah, I didn't play much of it, mm. but um, I liked its rotatey world, and I liked that its, was cool. It's yeah. um, its style. I don't yeah. know why I didn't play more of it. Actually, I, I think it's, loved Fez. I think man. it was so ubiquitous, and everyone was harping on about it. It put me <laughs> it off. It sort of put you off a bit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I that can sounds like a stupid that. thing to say, but yeah. No, but I know like, oh, Shut up. Yeah, do you know what? I've even gotten a bit tired of people banging on about Elden Ring. Yeah, be really. Like, yeah. I love Elden Ring. <coughs> I, like, I it was one of the best games I've played in a long time and will yeah. obviously be one of my games of the year. But it's just like... It's just like hearing a song too much on the radio. I'm just like, yeah, mm. everyone actually just chill out, though. Just shut up for a bit. You ruined it. Come on. <laughs> you, you ruined it for everyone. Yeah, yeah chill um, out. Yeah, just... But anyway, sorry. No, it, it reminds me of Fez. That you're collecting these little floaty gold bits. And also the music's got that sort of synth uh, quality to it, where it sort of, I think mm. it harks back to Fez quite a bit. But it is quite tough in its combat. 
And I've seen okay. some people compare it to like a kind of Dark Souls thing. And I, I would Really? I people don't often <laughs> do that. <laughs> I know. When it comes yeah. to sort of difficult combat, no one ever uses Dark Souls as a touchstone. <laughs> I know, it's weird, isn't it? Like, you don't, you don't come across that much, do you? No, that's... Uh, oh. I right. would say it's the Dark Souls of Foxfellas. Of, of all Foxfella games... I love the it, Dark Souls of. I know it's, it's good, the Dark it? Souls of Fox-based games, yeah. <laughs> um, and but you know, I guess it's like well, you've got a dodge roll, and the dodge roll. If you read mm-hmm. the little booklet, you actually have iframes, which, if you're not a dweeb, means uh, invincibility frames. So, and oh, it yeah. says, it says, you know, it's like oh, when the little fox fella rolls, he kicks up dust, and. Like, when you see the dust, that's when you're invincible. So it's like, okay, all right, they're doing that. And enemies yeah. hit really hard. Um, and you've got, you you find a shield after after quite some time, by the way. They, they kind of make it so you have to learn that dodge roll first. You do mm. find a shield and you can block. It's just quite, it's just can be quite punishing, man. You've got, you've sort of got the equivalent of bonfires as well. Right. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if that might put you off a bit. I was about to say, yeah, you're not not really speaking my language anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, it does look sort of endearing, and yeah, yeah. little fox fella. And now yeah. You, I'm like, uh, nah. It's pro. I, I mean, it, I will say it's like nowhere near as difficult as Dark Souls. But you know, well, you know what I mean. Though it's just got that vibe. Yeah, yeah. It's like, but 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 then again, then again, though. Mm. People said that about um, Death's Door, which is a game that, number one, I didn't play. Number two, you just really liked, didn't oh, you? Oh, it was brilliant. Yeah. Well, there you go. So it was, don't it let was manageably, me put you off. It was manageably I, I, hard. Yeah, and I, and I would say Tunic is, but the thing is, I'm always wary of saying that because I, I play lots of those games, and so I'm aware that my natural tolerance for what other people might regard as bullshit challenge <laughs> I, yeah. it's quite high for me. So when I say, oh, it's not that bad, actually, for lots of people, it's like, are you mental? It's really mm. difficult, like, what are you on about? Um, well, but when no, the, the, I always go back to when you and me were both reviewing Neo to and I was oh. going insane and you're like oh yeah I've, yeah I've done that yeah I've done that oh he's easy yeah that that wound me up <laughs> yeah I forgot about that yeah. but my memory of that is just in the office yeah. um, I'm writing something I can't remember what tapping away and because you sort of sat I could see you over my monitor but you're off to the left a little bit yeah. and just hearing in the corner just oh for fuck's sake and yeah. <laughs> I didn't enjoy reviewing that <laughs> going over and standing behind you mm. watching you fight some big spider twat or something yeah um, oh man but no it's it's nowhere near that and I have actually seen some people compare Tunic to Death's Door it's um, nowhere near that no, very nice. Um, but yeah, it's mm. chuck it on your list. Chuck it on your endlessly massive really? and, and only growing massive backlog. You think I should? I th- oh, do you know it's a shame. I've got really Elden Ring gear, mate. I know you have, and I would say if you if one does have an active Game Pass subscription, this is perfect, especially perfect for you because yeah. you could give it twenty minutes and go, oh no, actually this is like Game of the Year shit. I'm loving this. Or you go, eh, I see it, I see it, but I'm not good, for me. thanks. <laughs> yeah, not for me. And that's that can be why Game Pass is good. But the thing is, if you've just let your thing run out and you don't, I can't. Yeah advocate i mean 
maybe make a soft note of it in your mind if you see it on sale in a year or two's time. Like, I think hmm. you might well enjoy Tunic, but okay, that's me. That, that's me saying that to Rich personally. Listeners out there, who if you love your your sort of classic Zeldas, if you liked you know Death's Door, I guess. Um, Check it out. I think it's really interesting. I think it's it's doing some. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish it and I'll uh, and I'll give a very very brief report on it in some future pod. Mm. But I think it might be doing some really interesting things. Um, at plus, little fox fella, quiff, bushy tail. Yeah, I mean you you've encapsulated why people need to play it right there, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I think so. And yeah. on that note, uh, it's time for the news. So what we'll do is chat about something inane. We're supposed to have one little tiny inane chat. Chat. You know, I could just chat. We'll have a lovely chat. We'd be chatting. Banter. Video games. Chatting. I'll tell you what. Bloody chat. Is it good? Uh, yeah. That's a fact. Brilliant. Item number one. It's a little known game called The Witcher. What's that? Yeah. It's got witches in it or something. Uh, witches, wild hunts, uh, assassins oh, yeah. of kings. Um, yeah. That was, by the way, uh, from what I understand, The Witcher 2 is a really good uh, video game, right? Yeah, Witcher 2 I specifically. attempted to play it twice and failed both times. <laughs> I, I, it's another one I bounced off. The combat's a little bit... <laughs> it's a little bit... It didn't quite tighten Ray. it down in The Witcher 2, yeah. did they? Yeah, it... Yeah, I know. Well, I don't think they fully tightened it as much as they could have done, even for three. I, I still think the combat in Witcher 3 is, if you're going to try and nitpick and find a weak spot, for me, it would be that. But uh, that's just me. Yeah. Um, Assassins of Kings was a rubbish subtitle. Yeah. Because yeah. it's, pl- it's plural on both things. It's like Assassins of Kings. Oh, okay. They're talking about multiple kings and multiple assassins. But it also sounds like a lyric that Sting would sing. It does. Yeah, you're Doesn't so right. It? Assassins of King. It sounds like some rubbish thing that he'd be going on about. Um, yeah. Anyway, sorry to ramble. There's a new Witcher game happening, and um, yeah, not Witcher know, we, Four. Not I Witcher saw Four. Dev clarifying that. <laughs> yeah, I saw. He said we're not <laughs> making the Witcher Four. <laughs> yeah, new he saga. said. Yeah, I also saw that tweet, and he was like, "Everyone, it's not Witcher Four." So. CD Projekt Red has announced a new installment of The Witcher is in active development, and uh, th- there's a couple of intriguing things. Intriguing thing number one, um, mm-hmm. there's a picture of a little pendant in the snow, and it's yeah. not the wolf pendant that Geralt wears, so you know that's partly why you know it's not going to be Witcher 4. And also, there's a tagline that's just, a new saga begins. Is so a cat one? Or a wolf? Uh, it's it not looks a wolf to one. me, it looks, looks to me like wolfy. a lynx. You know, a it lynx. It does look like a lynx, yeah. Looks like a lynx. Or Is it about the founding of the deodorant brand? Maybe. Maybe. That'd be good. The backstory we've always wanted. Yeah. 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 Here's hoping it is. Or or, or, the, or what, what's Anubis? Is Anubis a cat? Anubis is a dog, isn't it? I don't know. It sort of looks a bit like Anubis. Anyway, um, <laughs> the big thing is it's in Unreal Engine 5. Yeah. And... Apparently, they've struck a deal with Epic, which is the first year in a, quote, multi-year strategic partnership with CD Projekt Red licensing, uh, working with Epic in licensing and technical development. And apparently, it will the partnership will allow them to collaborate with Epic Games in order to, quote, help tailor the engine for open world experiences. I, I guess maybe Unreal Engine 5, not primarily built with open world technology in mind, but either way... Well, you say that. What about that right. Matrix demo? That was, oh, that, was th- that was sort of uh, yeah, it was open world. I you spent most of the- in that. 
I don't see any sort of clash. <laughs> yeah. Do you think... Fine. I mean, for me, it feels like they've done this and made special uh, emphasis on the Unreal Engine business as yeah. though to throw cold water on the inevitable cyberpunk thing. To be like which, almost... Cause oh, you know, I see. You know, they right. put it all in like... Because their games have been in Red Engine, which is the engine yeah. they used for Witcher. It's like, I wonder if they're doing this to go... We're this working with be, Epic, and they know, riddled. yeah, like they know what yeah. they're doing loads, and we're working with them in a partnership, and they're going to help us do open world stuff with this engine. So yeah. it's probably not going to be really buggy. So calm down, everyone. We're going to try and soothe everyone early on by telling them that also it's also Unreal Engine Five is really pretty. So yeah, you know. it's really good, and it hadn't even occurred to me that that uh, that whole approach actually yeah makes sense because yeah. I've been I've been back to Cyberpunk. On Xbox Series X, and it's really good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. works well, nice. To, I mean, it was just really good then. If if yeah. you played it on a next gen, I mean, I still crashed to the dashboard thrice or yeah. four times, but still, I mean, unacceptable still. But mm-hmm. it, it was nowhere near. Most of the conversation, even then, was about last gen stuff. But yeah. I, I I must say, it was still. I don't want people to come at me and go, yeah, oh, it was he was shit on next gen as well. I hear what everyone's saying, but yeah. Did you reckon? Do you reckon the response to Witcher Four is going to be obviously those that know, mm-hmm. like those that read the news, video game people who are like more interested, you know, are going to sort of know that it's. Do you think there's going to be a big backlash of people that go that are like fuck CD Projekt, like we don't like you've not got our trust. Uh, this game's going to launch really buggy. Do you think they're going to be like forgiving or? Do you think the same people that raged about Cyberpunk are also going to hop? Because it strikes mm. me there might not be that much of a crossover. Like, if you love your sci-fi, you might not even know it's the same dev that did The Witcher. You might not even care about The Witcher. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I would personally judge a studio on a game-by-game basis. Um, yeah, if their last one... There's obviously, no, they didn't sure. obviously set out to make Cyberpunk the way it was. No. They really. I imagine they released it with the best of intentions, but oh yeah. Well, I don't. Well, know all right. Well, that. maybe not. But okay. yeah, no. But I know. I know. I know exactly the, what you they mean. Didn't want though, to release I, it in that state. I would have thought the devs you know, didn't, and like no. yeah, I think yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's shit. It was shit. But they've worked to fix it now, and yeah. I yeah. don't know. I don't it's, know. It, 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 it's it's tough. I mean, mm. and also I don't know how I'm personally just would would be and and am quite happy for them to just do something new i thought cyberpunk was yeah. really cool i thought you know you've had three witcher games and, and well yeah and especially witcher 3 generally regarded to be one of the best games in you know the last few yeah the last decade um do something brand new you know yeah why not? i'm always up for that man i'd like I'm, mm. i would always always take something new as opposed to a sequel unless it was something like Jedi Fallen Order, where it's like, well, I know I love this IP, and there are a few things that you could really easily fix in a sequel. Uh, yeah. You know, something like that, maybe. Um, anyway, <clears throat> update on a report from last week. Um, yeah. Perfect Dark Reboot, Troubles. Yeah, I've heard about this. I'm, I'm, this isn't inspiring news. So, we talked about this last week, and the only reason I put it in the roundup is that when we talked about it last week, yeah. like, seven or eight minutes after we talked about it, some more stuff came out. Because yeah. we talked about it just when um, Dan Neuberger had left, who was the game's mm-hmm. director. Yeah. And it was a bit like, oh, that's weird. 
because uh, because he even then he was the second director attached to this. Well, yeah, it turns out that as much as half of the dev team have left the initiative. Mm. Um, but then there there's, a, there's, a, there's a bit of a statement, wasn't there? Some damage control from um, there was, was damage Darryl control. Gallagher, yeah, you said it's not. It's fine. Who basically said this is sort of normal. Yeah, and this and that this happened, and like I mean, you know, okay, this doesn't feel normal. We we no. don't get these sorts of stories at willy nilly. But uh, there was another report from Video Games Chronicle <clears throat> where. It's come out that Neuberger and the design director, Drew Murray, um, have left. Uh, and also the game's lead level designer, Chris O'Neill, the world builder, Jolian Myers, um, three of the four God of War designers who were brought on in 2019, the two most senior writers and a bunch of technical leads um, have, have yeah. apparently already left. And the issues that are being talked about, um, to, qu- to quote the report was uh, Gallagher and Neuberger, they were previously studio head and game director at Crystal Dynamics, wanted to make games the way they always had, with top-down direction, um, the sources said, while many initiative employees were expecting a more bottom-up approach, as advertised on, on the initiative's website. And as a result, it's claimed that development has progressed painfully slowly. <clears throat> and um, apparently a solid company culture never formed. Um and one of the things that's being said is uh, so so I'll, I'll, what Gallagher said, what you were sort of talking about with um, yeah, you know, throwing some water on it. Gallagher s- s- said uh, it's no small task to build a studio and reinvent a beloved franchise. We set out to leverage co-development partnerships to achieve our ambitions, and we're really excited about all the progress we're seeing with our relationship with Crystal Dynamics. So they're partnering with Crystal Dynamics, who the two heads used to work for anyway. So it sort yeah. of feels like well, we're bringing those people in because they know the way we work, which maybe sounds a bit didactic a bit sort of top down to use their mm. wording um <clears throat> and they and they and they said oh it's not uncommon for there to be staffing changes especially during a time of global upheaval uh, over the last two years but one of the sources um who spoke to VGC said quote making games is hard enough let alone when you feel like you can't get through to people making the decisions that affect everyone um, so it's believed, you know, sort of devs not being listened to and things like that. Right. It's believed this eventually led to Crystal Dynamics being brought onto the project oh. uh, in September last year. So it just sounds Come a on, bit guys, get you get your shit together. Sounds a bit fraught. Yeah, we really we want this game to be good, please. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like yeah. the the sound of all this. It's um, it, yeah, it's not encouraging. It's, and apparently, one of the things is that one of the sources said that because of all of the changes, they would mm-hmm. be very very surprised. Like once Crystal Dynamics were brought in, they would be very very surprised if the game basically didn't need to be soft rebooted. Oy. Like, like, well, sorry, mm. it already is a reboot of the franchise. Well, yeah, but what I mean but is, development would need to softly be rebooted yeah. with the, with the number of changes. That's speculation, of course, and it comes from a an anonymous source. So take these, you know, yeah. with a certain level of caveat. But it doesn't sound great, and I agree no. with you. That's a game I really want to be great because I love that yeah. franchise. Yeah, and really and do. the potential it's got, and everything I've heard so far, I'm like, I'm up for this. Yeah. Don't mess it up. I know. Please. I know. Yeah. Um got some got some pretty cool other studio news and some new game announcements. So this one's uh-huh. is it's funny because we mentioned this last week because one of oh, the yeah. listeners emailed in. But it's Jade Raymond's studio. It's Haven uh, Studios. Mm-hmm. Um which 
Sony uh, partnered with early on, I think, in terms of you know sort of finances yeah. and stuff like that. But the news that came out uh, just yesterday <clears throat> is that that Sony have also acquired Haven Studios. Which is um, mad. They've not even released anything yet. No. <laughs> it's like they, going... they must have seen something in that studio and gone, <laughs> do you know what? I'll have a bit of that. Well, I think it's a bit of a double whammy. Um, mm. <clears throat> I think one of the things is, it's Jade Raymond, so she was involved in the, she was, what, game director on Assassin's Creed or creative director uh, on Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah, she's so heavily she's, involved. And yeah. she's done Splinter Cell stuff as yep. well. She was. Well, she yeah. worked on Blacklist. Blacklist, yeah. Uh, so, like, you know, an established person and who has mm-hmm. a who has a studio now. And I think the other thing is that it's a move. I think Sony want to make a concerted move uh, to to sort of up their game in terms of multiplayer. I think that they sort of seems like they see themselves as being very very good. Yeah. With big single player games, and they kind of want to extend. So I think if you look at that in the context of they recently bought Bungie, and now this, uh, Raymond said that quote uh, she is. Uh, on track to deliver a triple A multiplayer experience with a vision to build a systemic and evolving world focused on freedom, thrill, and playfulness that will keep players entertained and engaged for years. Um, mm. <clears throat> the acquisition yeah. means uh, the, the sort of principal advantage of, of, of it being an acquisition means that, that Haven Studios can also use uh, and leverage the experience of other PlayStation Studios. They yeah. can collaborate with teams like Guerrilla, Naughty Dog, and Insomniac. And she said, quote, We're excited to learn from these world-class studios, as well as the exceptional central creative technology and marketing teams whose expertise will enable us uh, to deliver even better games. I mean, what do you reckon? I'm not. I'm always less excited for multiplayer things in general than I am for single-player yeah, things. That's a same. mad thing to say. That's just me, personally. No, I'm, I appreciate I'm with, you. Yeah. I'm with you on that, especially when it's a first-party PlayStation thing. That All I want from them is single-player story stuff. For sure. Because they excel at that sort of thing. I they, mean, yeah, they're just they're so good. It's like, that's what you do really well. And yeah. I'm... I understand, like from a business thing, they're like, okay, like we do all, we do this really well. Let's, but we don't really do the other thing, and actually, the other thing could be big time. I'm not against that as long as it's like you know, don't stretch yourself too thin, though. If that means that we get fewer yeah. of the other sort, but it doesn't sound like we will get fewer of the other sort because because if it's like well, it's a brand new studio that we sort of helped create and now have acquired that are doing this particular thing, it's not like we're taking away from the other things maybe no I, I, yeah but <laughs> maybe I mean, that's a fair point <laughs> it's not like there's a dearth of multiplayer <laughs> stuff out there is it true yeah exactly yeah that is true um, uh, if, if presented with a multiplayer or a single player thing i will always plump for the single player thing uh, yeah, i'm not 100%. a multiplayer guy generally i'm, I'm just not no yeah. um are you excited mm. about that new Sam Barlow thing. Oh, immortality. Immortality. I don't know enough about it. So Investigative horror story. That sounds cool. I haven't yeah. played a Sam Barlow game, I don't think. Have you not? You ever play no. um, her story or, or Or Telling Lies, no. Telling no. Lies. That was oh that was yeah, I wasn't wild about telling lies. But that thing that Sam Barlow does or did from her story in Telling Lies, which was you type in words and phrases and you can sort of comb through databases of videos to try to piece something together, it was a very yeah. clever a very clever thing. I did feel like, by the time I got to the end of Telling Lies, I did feel like 
okay, this is this is I've had I have had enough though. Like this is, this is a very cool thing, and you've done it very well in two games. Yeah. I wonder if you can keep doing it, sort of thing. And this one, immortality, mm-hmm. it does sound quite a bit different. Um, but sort of similar in some ways. So the game centers around the disappearance of a fictional film star, uh, Marissa Marcel. She made three movies, only three movies over her yeah. career. Ambrosio, oh, yeah. Minsky, and Two of Everything. None of the films ever saw the light of day. And now she has mysteriously vanished. So apparently the game is you're piecing together what happened from behind-the-scenes footage from all three movies as well as scenes from the films themselves rather than the text Did you say she's a film star? Yes. How is she a film star if all three of her movies never saw the light of day? Actually, that's true. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she saw. Other, maybe she made other movies that did come out. Yeah, she must have. Otherwise, she's not a film star. No she's one's not seen a film anything. St- she's a theoretical. She's a high concept <laughs> film yeah. star. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's Amazing. great. Yeah, that is good. Um, yeah. So, but I mean, it's, it sounds like a similar thing. It's like, well, you, it's sort of the. It's not the text based thing, but you're looking through footage and you're clicking things in the frame. So it sort of combines right. a, a kind of adventure game mentality with a murder mystery, but also it's sort of described as a horror thing. So yeah, and that would be, if I'm not mistaken, that would be the first time Sam Barlow has done proper full on horror since. Yeah. Silent Hill Origins. Oh yeah, I forgot he worked on that. On the PSP. Or unless I fucked that, and actually he also worked on Downpour, which I think was also Climax Studios. Anyway, that's some some nerd knowledge for you there. Have you heard of the quarry? Uh the quarry, what the I feel like it's a, a music venue. <laughs> it sounds like it kind of could be, and maybe should be, who knows? It's yeah. actually a teen slasher adventure. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, I with know a, what you're with talking a about. Big name cast, yeah. Super Are massive you... games from yes. what done yes. Man of Medan. Man of Medan. Until um, Dawn. Yeah, which was quite bold of them. A, a, a foot, a, 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 an autobiographical game exploring the life of Deborah Medan before she became a dragon. Yeah. Uh, do you um, know what? That would have been a better game than what. That actually came out, I think. I think uh, it's one I would like to play. I, I would play that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I yeah, because that's what I was going to ask, right? So this is the, so mm. this is the other thing from from Super. This is you know the Dark Pictures anthology until dawn. Feels like people really liked until dawn. It feels to me that they liked the Dark Pictures anthology quite a bit less than Until Dawn. Certainly, it hasn't had the impact of Until Dawn, right? Yeah. I mean, I haven't I haven't played any of the Dark Pictures since Man of Medan. Mm. Um, just because Man of Medan was so rubbish, I, I really didn't <laughs> yeah, like it yeah. at all. I know. Um, yeah. But have you played Little Hope and what's the other I, one? I didn't play Little Hope. I played House of Ashes. That's the one. And isn't there another one like Devil Inside or something? Devil, or? the Devil in Me. The Devil, in, it that's is. it. Yeah, um, which is Aye. not out yet, but which is coming out this year, I think. Yeah. Um, I because I didn't find I, I I didn't play. I saw you play Man of Medan. Yeah. Um, it looked rubbish, but I. But uh, I mean, <laughs> lots of people liked it though, and I know you didn't. They did. Like, I think a lot. I was of shocked did. when I saw the reviews. I was like, it was nines and stuff. I was like, do you, do you people have any sort of connection to cinema or? Yeah. Like this. Oh, no. I know what you. I know what Just you mean. Just all like, of the no. I, I, 
<laughs> I did, yeah, I did sort of think, like, I, yeah, I, I mean, it... <laughs> I, 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 it was. It's not for me. I didn't find it scary, no, really and, I, and I think no. a lot of a lot of people. What I find scary maybe is not the same as what lots of people find scary. Perhaps that's well, fair to say. Um, yeah, when you're sort of laughing at the bits that are supposed to be scary, then it's, maybe it's not very yeah, effective. Yeah, yeah. It, well, yeah. this whole thing is um, you play as so it's, it's like a sort of summer camp. Like think yeah. sort of like you know Camp Crystal Lake vibes. Sure. Um, you play as uh, the camp counselors of the of the, of the place. Um, David Arquette is one, isn't he? Yeah, the cast is yeah. bonkers, man. The cast is very good, I must say. With so apparently David Arquette, Ted mm-hmm. Raimi. Yeah. Uh, and then Lance Henriksen is the other massive name. Um, yeah. Also, someone from Detective Pikachu, Justice Smith. I didn't see Detective Pikachu. I didn't either. It's on Netflix, or it was last I checked. I'm also not interested in, in Detective Pikachu. Oh, come on. You love it. You love I, that shit. I don't... Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. I'm good. Um, nah, you love it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it. <laughs> well... I'm not really that up for the quarry, but then I saw mm. the cast list and I was like, well, I've sort of got to play that, haven't I? I watched the trailer and I was like, this is sort of more like it. This feels yeah. more, yeah, more of a thing. It's not it's not part of a, an anthology for starters, so it's not going to be some sort of short-lived, yes. sort of yeah. rushed thing, which yeah. is what Man of Medan felt like. Yeah. <clears throat> Bit of a... Yeah. <laughs> Quite oh, fragmented, just, uh, didn't it? Like, the yeah. overarching... You were sort of like, is this all, is this all hanging together? I suppose you had Pip Torrens as the... As the uh, Which, as you pointed out, doesn't have his face, <laughs> even though he's got a brilliant face. Like, yeah, I don't know why they... Yeah. I don't know why they wouldn't want Pip Torrens' face. Bizarre. <laughs> he's got a great, great sort of face for that kind yeah. of role, I think. Anyway, yeah, good stuff. And uh, last but not least, uh, and it will be uh, a big deal for some. I have to say, not a big deal for me, but but you know, unignorable. It's Hogwarts Legacy. Yeah. Do you know what? I was watching this trailer. I, I watched the live stream and all that. And I was like, this looks looks genuinely good. It looks really good. And then I, in the back of my mind, I was like, it's just a shame it's Harry Potter because I hate Harry Potter. <laughs> I think Harry Potter is shit. <laughs> Personally, that's just me. Yeah, well, um, it's goblins and stuff, but it's it's yeah. It's, See, it's not... the strain of goblins and stuff that I think you deride. Yes, <laughs> I, you've hit the nail on the head. Spot on. It's yeah. It, it, you know, and it's goblins and stuff like aimed at children slash young adult. It's like it's got a particular mm. flavour. You know, it's got the school vibe. I saw this trailer. Um, just for the for the benefit of the listeners, if this is something you're interested in. Um, you got to attend lessons. You play a fifth year student. You go to Hogwarts a little bit late. You're sort of um, discovering your uh, magical yeah. abilities. You're sorted into a house by the Sorting Hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also a wider mystery involving the uh, enigmatic Professor Fig, um, <laughs> looking to uncover the. <laughs> sorry. Look, sorry. Looking to uncover the Prof- truth. That's, this is the sort of thing. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Professor Fig, come on. <laughs> But you're not ready for the next bit. You're not ready for the next bit. Looking to uncover the truth behind a rumoured... Bear in mind, rumoured. Rumoured actually becomes genius in the context of the wider thing. Uh, Looking to uncover the truth behind a rumoured goblin rebellion. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot that bit. Yeah, goblin Uh, rebellion. The rebellion is led by... 
<laughs> the rebellion's led by Ranrock, uh, who's made an alliance with the dark wizard Victor Rookwood. Oh, um, Josh, are we losing loads of listeners right probably, now? Probably, probably loads, loads of, of listeners. Loads of Harry Potter fans are okay. throwing their they, headphones they down they in disgust. Don't, yeah, they don't mind when I'm having a pop at Babylon's Fall, but when I start having a pop at this, this is well, when you do get, mind when you have a pop at Babylon's well, Fall as that's well. That's also true, yeah, but, you, you know... Your laughter at Gideon's cough, Gideon Coffins <laughs> was not received well. <laughs> 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 and uh, apparently on the uh, PlayStation blog, uh, mm-hmm. there was a hint about the fact that there might be uh, a, a Weasley or two in the game. So for fans of Rupert Grint, um, you know. Brilliant. We, we, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm not up for it. But you know what? It looked to me like, um, I, I, exactly like you, I watched that and I thought, oh, it's a shame about... But I watched the, tr- the thing and mm. I just went, oh, I wouldn't mind playing Bully again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah. The bully will never get it's. Oh, it's just like, yeah. It's, it's just like too, but with Harry Potter, <laughs> you go to lessons. You know, it's an open yeah. world. And oh god, it is. And apparently, they're like, oh yeah, outside of Hogwarts, there's the like you can explore the wider yeah. like countryside and village. I'm just like, oh, oh, I just want to play another bully, mate. It is. It's bully in it. Fantasy yeah. bully with goblins. Well, no, sorry, can I stop you there? Sorry, rumoured. A rumoured... Rumoured goblins. We are not sure if that game actually involves mm. a goblin rebellion, and we must spare Pretty that sure in mind. Pretty sure it does. Pretty sure it does. Pretty sure well, it's going to... You don't rumour I'm not going to spread slander. I'm not going to spread slander about Ranrock. All right? So. Do you think we should... Do you think at this point we should apologise to anyone who loves Harry Potter? Nah, and he's excited for this we probably should <laughs> look I didn't grow up with Harry Potter I went, by the time the first book came out and the other books I was just I, I yeah I wasn't the right age I didn't grow up with them when I worked at WH Smith I used to have to ask if people wanted to pre-order the Half-Blood Prince every single purchase <laughs> do you want to uh, pre-order the new Harry Potter book and it, I was fed sick of that so yeah. I have a sort of unique hatred for Harry Potter now after all that yeah I read the first yeah. one when I was a kid and I was nonplussed, I yeah. thought it was all right. Tried watching that, the films as well, didn't like them. Yeah, and then yeah. my mum was like, not that up for me reading them that much. Not mm. in like a. Not Is it because of the cult, the occult element? No, it was. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't want you getting uh, corrupted. <laughs> no, it was the other th- way. It was the other way. It was a kind of snobbery, really. She was like, right. don't read better stuff. Not reading this you rubbish. <laughs> read the literary classics. Yeah, sort of, yeah. That makes me sound like I've got a wanky upbringing. Yeah. But yeah. Anyway, um, uh, it's about time to get quizzical, my friend, because you ooh. won last week and you could even the score this week. Yeah. Do you know what? I'm, so, I'm, feeling, I'm feeling fired up. Right, Matt's going down. He's going downtown. We'll see if we can summon With extreme him, um, prejudice. With extreme prejudice. And yeah. uh, I'll, I'll cue us up a jingle. So I rang up this pizza place and I fancied some iced cream. And I said to this fellow, I'd like some ice cream, please. I'd like some ice cream, please. And he said, oh, okay, cool, what do you want? And I said, well, what have you got? And he said, well, what do you want? I said, what have you got? Well, what is it you want? Right, that annoyed me anyway. And I said, chocolate. And his response... We don't have any chocolate. It's that time of the week, that time of the pod. It's time for Boss Fight. Uh, yeah. We're joined, as ever, by Matt from Upstairs. Hello, Matt from Upstairs. How are you? I'm good, man. I'm very good. I, uh, I'm i still a bit gutted about last week. You know, Rich had a slither, a slither of health left, but he yes. still managed to... <sighs> yes. That, that, was, that was a shocker. <laughs> I, I actually, my uh, friend of mine... <clears throat> 
got in touch uh, last week, and and she was saying um, you should do what Matt said, like that his idea proposed. She thought that was quite a good idea. Like, do you remember what, what was it again? So it, what Matt was up, like like last week because Matt knew what the game was he like basically was on the thing and but he just didn't know the name of the yeah I, I wanted you to shut down the quiz yeah he wanted me to <laughs> shut down like like fra- flash freeze so like no one else could say stop and it would be like an admit it would be basically be like I'd be going I'm gonna give the answer away no one has won right but I see if you know the game you can demonstrate that you know the game sort of thing um, yeah I, I which, thought it was uh, alright I'm kind of like I understand that, but then also, as I said to her, I'm like, yeah, but I also don't not believe Matt when he just tells me he knew the game afterwards. Oh, yeah, that's a very, that's a very good point. It's, it's not, not like you've been every time being like, yeah, yeah, whatever, whatever. Yeah, Matt, exactly. Whatever, whatever. Like uh, it's in fact actually like we kind of regularly. I will go through and say, oh, how did you get to that? Like, what was your rationale? And like, I will ask. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's like, a, no one trusts anyone at oh, yeah. all. <laughs> it's entirely an ego thing for me. Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's not necessary, but... <laughs> Just an opportunity yeah. when you've got an itchy uh, an itchy trigger. I understand. Right. I get the compulsion. It's Boss Fight. You have to guess the business, the organisation, the setup, the structure, the foundation, the institution, mm-hmm. the group, the hierarchy, or the team from a game of my choosing. Uh, clue number one. I am an important part of my city's nightlife. I'm family friendly and I'm also uh, animal friendly as well. Oh, stop. Matt Lorigan. Is it the Team Rocket Casino from Pokemon Red and Blue? (laughs) If it is, I'll be livid. That's a cracker though. Incorrect, but that's top notch. Um, and actually, I should make the Team Rocket Casino. That would be great if it was that. Uh, clue number two. Uh, my patrons can enjoy drinks, mild educational fun, and an experience with real bite. Oh. Ah, oh, I don't like this already. Clue number I'm already, three. I'm already upset. <laughs> Stop. My old oh, uh, Matt Lorigan. Is it the milk bar from The Legend of Zelda Majora's Mask? If it is, Incorrect. I'll be livid. <laughs> <laughs> I like both of these answers would annoy Rich greatly. Yeah. <laughs> Incorrect. No, but I like your style. Uh, clue number I don't. three. Sorry. <laughs> uh, if you're planning a visit, make sure you bring a warm coat. Hmm. Oh. It's not the Ice Palace from uh, Dying of the Day, is it? Yeah, that's, that's, that's <laughs> what pops into my head there, mate. <laughs> uh, the brilliant Ice Palace from the brilliant the br- film oh, Dying of the could, Day. Who could forget? One of the best, <laughs> like, surpassing even Ken Adam. Sorry, um, not just the best Bond film, the best film of all mate, time. Mate, that, that, that was my first Bond film. When oh, I was mate, I'm sorry. I absolutely loved it. I absolutely so- loved it. There was gadgets, <clears throat> there was a car that went invisible. Yeah, two, two lots of surfing. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, clue number four. Uh, I have appeared in four video games in total, mm-hmm. and I was mentioned in two more video games. Appeared I have no in four. Idea what this is. And my first appearance in a video game was in 2011. Oh, yeah. 2011. 
I've got an inkling of the series, but if it is the series I think I it is, then I don't think I'm going to get it. Um, Nightlife, Education, Bite, Family oh yeah, Friendly. What's, what's the Bite thing? The Bite actually? thing, something with Bite. I did forget about that. Um, Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the attractions from Jurassic World Evolution? No, Incorrect. 2011's not right. Wait a minute. No. No, forget it. No, rubbish. Bad guess. Clue number five. My owner and proprietor once entered into a business partnership with Christopher Walken. What is this? What are you doing here, Josh? Yeah, what what are you doing? You maniac. <laughs> you absolute maniac. I think he's lost it. Yeah. <laughs> Clue number six. Uh, I have a couple of rules for entry, and one of them is no clowns allowed. Stop. No. Rich Walker. Oh, did you say stop? I did say stop, yeah. (sighs) Rich Walker. It's not. No, that that doesn't work. I thought it was something from Arkham City, but that can't be right. It's nowhere family friendly. that's what I was thinking. In Arkham City, is there? No clowns. Uh, hold on. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the cinema in Arkham City? Like the theatre in Arkham City? Down, down near Murder Alley? Incorrect. Ugh. This... Oh, mate. Wait. Stop. Rich Walker. Is it the Natural History Museum in Arkham oh, City? Oh, he's, he's done it. He's done it. Incorrect. <gasps> he's not done it. I thought you'd nail that, Rich. Yeah, me too. God. My memories of Arkham City are so shite. I think, <laughs> I don't, I think we've pinpointed it I played it, it so now. much, but I don't remember Arkham City that much. But there's no. what else? It, cause four other games. Four games feels a lot, but I guess maybe yeah, not. Yeah, that ain't right. Yeah, that's not right, is it? Josh, can we have the clues again, please? Clue number one. Maybe spice them up a bit if you can. I'm an important part of my city's nightlife. Family friendly and even animal friendly. Clue Mm. number two. My first appearance in a video game was in 2011. And I've appeared in four video games in total and was mentioned in two more video games. Clue number three. My patrons can enjoy uh, drinks, mild educational fun and an experience with real bite. Uh, Clue number four. If you're planning a visit, make sure you bring a warm coat. Clue number five. My owner and proprietor once entered into a business relationship with Christopher Stop. Walken. Uh, Stop. Rich Walker. It's the Ice Lounge from Arkham oh, City. Oh, well done. Yeah. Well Incorrect. Done. What's it called? It's called something like the Ice Lounge. Oh, for fuck's sake, it's the Penguins Club. Because of the Penguin, Christopher Walken. Yeah, it all connects. It it, we just haven't got quite the right name for it, have we? I'm okay with that though, because I can't. I wouldn't have gotten there. <sighs> the so this is, this is helpful called? for me. There's um, a whole mission set inside there, isn't there? There's a whole section with floaty icebergs and stuff. Oh, stop, Matt Lorigan. The Iceberg Lounge from Arkham City. And this week's winner, you motherfucker, <laughs> is That's Matt Lorigan. <laughs> no. And, and frankly, I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> I. I'm really glad that happened because oh, yeah. I want that 
to be a, a sort of a metaphorical ruler on the knuckles of just, for goodness sake, stop thinking out loud and just have a pun. I, As listen, if you said I wanted, the word iceberg. I wanted, I wanted someone to get it. You, and I didn't. I wouldn't have said iceberg right, lounge. You said, you, said, iceberg. you said the word iceberg, Rich. That's what got. Yeah, but I wouldn't have said iceberg lounge. I didn't think it was called that. So I'm glad Matt got it. You said ice, and then you yeah. went, "No, it's not that." And then you went, and then you said iceberg, but you didn't no, go with the pun. Yeah. I mean, well, I didn't think it was called the iceberg lounge. Oh, I thought it was a stupid name. Goodness gracious me! Well, anyway, there Look, you I'm go. I'm not even upset. Matt I'm not Oregon. even upset. It's fine. It sounded. It sounded like you were briefly upset. I was. But well, then you, I was, came, uh, then you the, came. down. The swoop. The swoop was upsetting, but it's better <laughs> yeah. that one of us got it. Yeah, swooped like a penguin. But mm-hmm. you got to have a punt on iceberg. <laughs> no, but I anyway. never would have. I, d- I really didn't think it was called that. I thought it was called uh, the Ice Lounge. Yeah. Uh, four games in total: Arkham City, Lego Batman, Lego DC Super Villains, and DC Universe Online. And it was also mentioned. Oh. Mentioned. In uh, Arkham Origins and Night. Uh, but yeah. The Iceberg oh, Okay, lounge. fair enough. Patrons can enjoy lounge. drinks, mild educational fun, Iceland and experience is so much with better. real bite. Which, if you remember, there's a great white shark swimming <laughs> yeah. around yes. in that place. Yes, there is. is. Awesome. Um, yeah, no clowns allowed. One of my rules for entry, because of the uh, penguins' yeah. long-running feud yeah, that... with the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, if you're planning a visit, make sure you bring a warm coat. load of ice. Um... Mildly educational fun, if you remember, uh, the Penguin set it in the sort of ruins of the old Gotham Museum. I do remember that, yeah. Yeah, Rich, well, Rich clearly remembered that, didn't he? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, I did, I just didn't remember the name. Owner and proprietor once entered a partnership with Christopher Walken. It's a reference yeah. to Batman Returns and yeah. the role of Christopher Walken as Max Shrek I entering a business film. partnership. And I love that character. With Danny DeVito. With so do I. So everything. do I. Yeah. 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 He's mental. Uh, but yeah, no, good stuff. Uh, good stuff. Good stuff. Good stuff. Unlucky to Richmond Walker, and yeah. uh, classic swooping. You know, I think the listeners stuff. will. Um, it is what I do best. Have some um, sympathy th- for me this week as well. Oh yeah, definitely. Oh, I've got gotcha. you. I need to, I need to play mm. Arkham City again. I've yeah, honestly, like, I think I played Night loads, and that's really fresh in my memory. But City, mm. I played once and never went back to. Yeah, um, it's, so it's the best one for me. Is. Get the return to Arkham so. games and uh, well, I, start I've, got I've got that. I've got that. I was replaying Asylum. I mainly did it for Asylum because that's my favourite. of Yeah, it. I, like, I like great. The, I love the closed thing. I, in, in my head, City's not that great, but I feel like, oh, I think I need it to go is. back to it. I it's went into. I also bought that double pack and went into it thinking, I bet I'm going to think that Asylum is the best. But when I played through all of them, I was just like. Oh no, yeah, it it just is city. It's just perfect. <laughs> it just sort of does it all, but isn't too big and not too much yeah. Batmobile, and it's just so good. But anyway, well, anyway. no Batmobile really. Uh, no, I, I say not too much. Yeah, just none. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, uh, well done, Matt from upstairs. It's time to hear from the listeners. Do you remember Bodger and Badger? Sure. Yes. Bodger and Badger. Bodger and Badger. Bodger and Badger. Questions, theories, comments and queries You send them in and we'll talk about them probably This one from Kieran Williams Yeah Says Hi guys, having just reacquainted myself with Mass Effect Mm -hmm. Via the Legendary Edition Yeah I remember to check out Josh's feature uh, From a few months ago 
a very good read. Thank you very much. Um, says, just wondering if Josh had an update on his Mass Effect journey, or has he been battered by a torrent of other new games? Tar- yeah. Yeah. Have, um, I mean, yeah. sadly, that is the thing, is that, I mean, just 2022 has been ridiculous, and it's kind of maybe Ghostwire was like the last mm. like massive one for a little while, but even then it's like Tunic, and there's, yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, but yeah, I think Mass Effect, when did that come out? Was that like November 21? Hey, what? Uh, we, oh, the Legendary Edition. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was May, yeah. Sorry, I was like, May. What? <laughs> yeah, was, was it May? <laughs> I feel like it was May of 2021, wasn't it? Oh, it felt like late in my brain. It feels like a wintry thing, but yeah, like, all right, May. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then I'd like, yeah, I did. And actually, weirdly, I didn't play the legendary. Like, I played the original Mass Effect because um, mm. I kind of oh, yeah, had did, never played it and sort of wanted to experience it you as used it was. You played, didn't you? <clears throat> uh, I did. I did. And, mm. and I would like enjoyed what I played of it. I played like four or five hours of it and I did like it and I did kind of want to crack on. But then I remembered getting kind of hit over the head with a sort of string of games and it. And I still want to go back. Weirdly, because yeah. I wouldn't have thought that I would... And producer Dan's always saying, like, oh, you got to play Mass Effect. And I do want to. It kind of is the sort of thing that, that like, I think I could get on board with. It's um, a strange and- blind spot in your kind of knowledge as well. Because you're a very knowledgeable fellow. I have knowledge about, like, I can tell you who made it and I can tell you... But, yeah, if you just mean, like, sort of characters and yeah. you know, actually what well, happens the, the, in the... The actual game. And, the actual yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's kind of... Um, I never fancied it. Mm. I, you know, I just never fancied it. It was always felt to me like, oh, you know, they do, they do, it's the story thing and everyone's moaning about the endings. It's all these <laughs> huge overarching... Well, yeah, I mean, that that is a bit of a uh, sour point. Yeah. And the end all, of the third one. Early on, I remember just thinking, like, having sex with loads of aliens. It, it was just felt a bit like, oh, that's those games. It's... Oh, it's like, I mean, that's kind of reductive, the having sex with loads of aliens. It's not really yeah. what the game's I think, about. Uh, yeah, people reduce it to that, and that sort of stuck in my head. And and I always thought the combat looked a bit shonky. But actually, do you know yeah, what? The combat was, was okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was I just saw, like, um, quite an intuitive cover system in the first one, I thought. I saw a Mondeo down one of the streets near us um, that had a little N7 sticker on it. I was like, oh, he's a Mass Effect fan. <laughs> he's a, and a Mondeo fan. And a Mondeo fan, that's good, So isn't it's it? nice to get the... Um, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, I will keep this podcast updated when I do get back to it, and I will get back to it. I will yeah. at some point because as Rich be says, it is, schedule. it's a gap in my, in my uh, in my big mm-hmm. games that lots of people say I should play, and so I yeah. do want I do want to. Uh, this one from Joe Levitt, he's missed out mm-hmm. the Gordon, oh. um, so we'll never know. But we're, we're, you're Levitt. not fooling us. <clears throat> we, we yeah. know it's you. We know what's going on. Yeah. Um, hi, Video Gamer Team. Jumping in with the appropriate format. Question. What, what franchise mm. deserves a full reboot slash remaster done in the Resi 2-3 style? I would absolutely love to play the first four Tomb Raider games again with a new lick of paint. That's not Ooh. a bloody bad shout, is it? Make it the first five and you got a deal. <laughs> Mister, you got yourself a deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, two, three. <laughs> and what was the one? Last Revelation and Chronicles. And Chronicles. Although yeah. Chronicles really was like... They were... That was so cheeky. They were like, yeah, eh, 
it's set during Lara's funeral and we're remembering mm-hmm. her greatest adventures and kind of just some of the levels are the same. Mate, I still bought <laughs> it like, and lapped it up. I mean, definitely like the, for... Like the sucker I am. Yeah, but I wouldn't say no to Chronicles if they want to do it. Just to, uh, That is a really good shout. Um, obviously, because he raised the issue of uh, Resident Evil 2 and 3, let's have a little Dino Crisis remake. Well, God, yeah. I mean, how long have we been going on about that for? And then Ooh, Capcom's uh, response is Exo Primal. No, 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 no. <laughs> Just bloody remake Dino Crisis. Stop it. I tell you what, I got good news for you, though, right? You've got Go the um, you've got the PS One one, haven't you? On I have, yeah. Disc, yeah. yeah. But yeah, you, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, you got mm. that um, <clears throat> uh, PlayStation uh, TV, right? Because it, you can do your PS One yes. ROMs on. Uh, like like on the Vita, but you can put it on your TV, right? Yeah. Now, I don't know if you knew this, uh-huh. but Dino Crisis, yeah. you make yourself a cheeky little American PSN, mm. and uh, Dino Crisis just is available on the American shop, and you Why can use that to put it... here, then? There are regional differences. We have some stuff they don't, and they have some stuff we don't. It's classic region silly. bullshit. And it's silly, an silly, silly. Well... But, so, because if you want it, and I'm thinking of doing it to whack it on my Vita, because it's just been yeah. years since I played it, I mean, if you just got it on PS1, fair enough, but the only thing oh, yeah. with that is it's like, you'll need a CRT, and if you just want to put it on, like, a nice TV, and they look great on the Vita anyway, just you a little pro tip. You don't need a CRT. It does work you on the don't regular need television. one, but it looks a bit weird. I've got an adapter yeah. myself for my PS2, and it's just kind of not ideal. It's, it's, it's mm. cool, but... Yeah. Either way, either way, if you wanted it on your Vita or you wanted it sort of done on the PlayStation TV, you can do that. Just a little tip. But wouldn't say no to Dino Crisis. If nope. you're doing a full bonkers remake, like the Resi 2 stuff... Surely Silent Hill's the obvious choice. Silent Hill, yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, though, yeah, I'm not that... F- they've remade that. Like it's, it's weird. Like Shattered Memories was kind of that. They did that Silent Hill game that was actually sort of a graphic novel in game format which yeah, did told imagine the a proper 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 remake like proper but i'd want it from the same people or proper mm, proper mm. big proper if they could get yeah. toy armor on it which of course they can't because these are uzi no. what's it bokeh games and it won't konami work. we'll just stay would... faithful to the original but you know flesh it yeah, out make it could... really tasty they could try it they could try yeah. it uh metal gear one please cheers yes. uh, although isn't twin snakes that twin snakes although they went Absolutely turbo with the cutscenes, but but yeah, still good, still good. Well, that's brilliant. <laughs> what well, that game needs is more cutscenes. Yeah, and ones that were directed by an anime director, and the like combat just goes really mad, kung fu sometimes. I think uh, excellent, a little bit turbo, but um, also not just Metal Gear Solid One, but there was another one that I wanted in the full thing, and I'm not going to remember what it is. Ape Escape, Christ, do that in a sort of Resident <laughs> Evil 2 three star remaster, and you've got yourself really a deal. dark as well. Yeah, dark, dark and with a, with a flashlight. Ape Escape and reboot. And there's just monkeys <laughs> everywhere, and it's over the shoulder, and they're screaming and leaping at you. Oh, brilliant! That would be brilliant. Like like two hairy footballs. Uh, theory. <laughs> this is funny. I like this. Yeah. Sony are working on a PSP two, <laughs> <laughs> waiting yeah. to cut. Yeah, Isn't that the PSP? Ca- yeah. 
They were sort of waiting to cash in on the handheld console market. And he says in brackets, very wishful thinking. But who doesn't want another Metal Gear Acid? And I bloody well concur with that because I really like Metal Gear Acid. And the one everyone forgets about, because mm. uh, it, was, it wasn't included on the HD thing, was Portable Ops. Which I don't much, forget about that. I got both versions. Load of people just, just go straight plus. to. Well, but the conventional wisdom, the prevailing wisdom, yeah, the sort of the one that people really look to is Peace Walker, and quite rightfully so. I mean, I think mm. it is a better game than Portable Ops. However, if I have a kid, I should call it Peace. Absolutely, yeah, That'd you be should. Good, it? No, call yeah. it Hot. Hot Walker. What? Hot Coldman. Oh no, yeah, because you were doing the Peace Walker thing. Yeah, yeah. Hot Walker, <laughs> Cold sense. Walker. Uh, <laughs> my my yeah. surname's not Coldman. No, it doesn't. It doesn't work. <laughs> yeah, you sort of just have to do Peace Walker. Yeah, which is still good. Mm. I mean, it's, you know, it did yeah, work. Yeah, yeah. Um, Metal Gear Acid was really good. I like Metal Gear Acid, but yeah. yeah. Uh, comment. I've said it once, possibly even on this podcast. Gold bars are top tier, and I'm willing to die on that hill. I think I remember him saying that, and we have agreed on that in the past. But it's always worth reiterating. It is, yeah. Gold bars. Gold bars. Gold gold bars. I know. I say it every week, but I'm gonna say it again. And oh, if yeah. you don't like it, well, <clears throat> sorry, but I want a vegan gold bar. Give me vegan <clears throat> everything. Query. Separately just, listed a query. Past that. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Do you think smartphone integration has a place in gaming? He says because uh, no, they tried says, that before, haven't they? Well, he says I tried the Fallout 4 Pip Boy app, and although it was a very cool idea, it was much easier to just use the in-game yeah. menu. <laughs> that's why. That's why you don't see it much anymore. Yeah. Do you remember there's going to be that whole tablet thing with the division? Yes. Where someone could control the drone and help. Yes. You out, and they just amazing. Binned it. I love the idea of that stuff. Ever since that classic urban legend mm. that um, that one could actually use the PSP as a wing mirror in Gran Turismo, oh, yeah. and I ended up researching that, and it never actually happened. But it was something and that they glued talked. to a PSP to either side of your tally as well, hadn't you? <laughs> in preparation, yeah. yeah. Bought like another PSP. Stalks and everything, and you stuck them on. And- and it never and came third, to be, and you were gutted. A third PSP above as well for <laughs> yeah. the main mirror. Yeah, yeah. stuck to um, the television. <laughs> yeah, and he says, "I think an in-game companion app for certain games uh, w- could work." He said, mm. "Bioshock audio logs played through your phone could be a fantastic world-building advice." Uh, and he says, "I'm neither for or nor against companion apps, but." I'm curious to know your thoughts. Have you tried any? Uh, and then finally, Quandary... <laughs> I lo- sorry, I just love the idea of having a whole app just to play audio. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good idea, but it's sort of... It is funny. It's a bit much I, for... Well, I, much, I, you much, know what they could do you know? is Watch Dogs. Oh, the hacking stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that could be quite cool. Because Ubisoft have dabbled with that, but... Yeah. yeah, it never works. It never comes off, does it? It's no, just... it doesn't. And uh, like, if you're gonna do it, do it for Watchdogs, just because yeah, it makes yeah. sense. It, like, the division is fine, but like Watchdogs, it actually makes sort of thematic sense for it to Thing be. Thing is, phone. unless you got three arms, mm. and you you know you're playing with a controller with two of them, and then mm. using your third arm for the phone, <laughs> you sort of have to stop to get your phone. Yeah, exactly. You have to stop to get your phone out and fanny about. It. No, I don't think many people want to do it's that. It's faffing. It's faffing. But yeah. what I will say is, uh, I've been playing um, Grand Theft Auto Five, mm. uh, the next gen one, and like the stuff they do with the speaker is really really nice on the okay. B- on the PS5 controller, just because the in the world 
the sound mix is always like you've got the music on the radio and the noises from your car and you kind of have to balance that how you want to balance it i always slightly favor the music but still kind of want to hear the car noises um really really useful all the phone calls and radio stuff come through the speaker in the controller so the the game is completely undisturbed but it's actually quite crisp and clear what they're saying and you Mm. can even sort of move the controller up to your ear a little bit it just works really well it's kind of what you're talking about but it's kind of less of a ball ache than it actually being a separate thing to do with a smartphone just that slight hearkening back to the dreamcast of like the vmus that little element that's outside the game Mm. it's lovely it's lovely stuff and then he says quandary Mm -hmm. socks before or after trousers um i personally go after yeah, socks it, are yeah. last. I sometimes walk downstairs barefoot with my socks in my back pocket, <laughs> and I'll pop my socks on on the couch. Because you don't give two solitary shits. No, no, uh, I'm a rebel. I'm crazy. Yeah. Keep up the fantastic pod. Uh, all the best, Joe. And then at the end, it says "sent from my N-gauge," which I appreciate, though I don't believe it. No, I don't. Um, either. But if it is, know, that's brilliant. I want it, evidence. If it was, but yeah, it's, it didn't yeah. happen. It didn't happen. Um, and one more, uh, we're going to go for... It's an Elden Ring one, because everyone's talking about Elden Ring. Elden what? Um, <clears throat> Elden What's Ring. What's that? Uh, yeah. Not heard of Elden Ring, mate? Nah. Oh, no one's Rich, talking about it. Rich is out of the loop, out of the ring. Yeah. Um, <laughs> out of the ring. Yeah. This one's sort from Ross McMahon. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, big time. Uh, he says, with the fantastic critical and now commercial success of Elden Ring and mm-hmm. uh, Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, do you reckon we'll see more developers taking the risk of doing open world games without a load of icons and distractions? It haunts me. It would be nice, um, be nice to think, because, I mean, yeah. certainly that trend, everyone praised it in Zelda, everyone praised it in Elden Ring. I mean, the thing is... I think it comes down to how you see it, you know? Mm. I think if you enjoy that in Elden Ring, that's terrific, and I really enjoy it in Elden Ring, and I really loved it in Zelda too, those little subtle... You can drop a little pin, but it's yeah. not all codified. I mean, Zelda's got a lot more than Elden Ring. Zelda has, like, quest tracking and stuff, but yeah, if you like that, I think that's terrific, but I wouldn't invalidate the, the sort of style of of the other open worlds, you know, you've sort of your Horizon Zero. I mean, that it's funny because Elden Ring came out and everyone made the comparison to Horizon Forbidden West because. Also, did you see um did you see that screenshot someone mocked up of yes if, if Ubisoft made Elden if Ring? if Ubisoft made Elden Ring I think which was a little unfair it, sort of, I sort get of it. funny but slightly it was yeah. funny it was a little like, bit mean yeah. and there was a bit yeah. of you know backlash and it was because it was just sort of the Elden Ring thing but like absolutely cluttered with like mad yeah. UI and. I mean, look, I get it. I just think, I think it's different, you know, and I think you enjoy what you enjoy. I wouldn't say that, you know, oh, after Breath of the Wild, like, nothing can ever be the same. Like, we can't mm-hmm. go back. And I also wouldn't say that for Elden Ring. I think it's a particular... St- I think it's wonderful, and I mm-hmm. think that... that I, I I think it is a superior open world for me, because I yeah. love that aspect of curiosity and just sheer wonder at what's... The, and just not knowing and trying to piece it all together. I think that's phenomenal. But I wouldn't just go, oh, yeah, fuck, I just can't play you know horizon now because of that it's like no i can i can just i can just slip into a different mindset and i think people bring up horizon because horizon came out in 2017 and then like a a month later breath of the wild came out and everyone just sort of like forgot about horizon and then the same thing happened with elden ring like forbidden west came out and then like a a week later elden ring came out and the conversation just moved to elden ring (laughs) but it's it's like well horizon's forbidden west still selling really well was it done like 20 million copies like i don't know or however uh, much yeah. it's 
Um, oh no, sorry, that was Zero Dawn had sold twenty million. Yeah, that, I was gonna say, I, read, um, I read that. And, Elden um, Ring's only done twelve so far. Elden Ring's oh, done I like say twelve. Only. Th- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. A meager twelve. Amiga no, I think 12, yeah, to- maybe total sales for Zero Dawn were like twenty. It's like it didn't do mm. bad. You know, it's yeah. not gonna different, different, different styles. One definitely different drinks prefer. for different needs. For different needs. Yeah. Um, and that'll just about do us. Uh, thank you very much for the questions, for the queries, uh, for the comments, the queries, the quandaries, the quandaries mm-hmm. even. Um, yeah. Don't go on Snapchat. Don't go on Instagram. Get yourself on Twitter at Joshy Wise, at RichieW82, mm-hmm. at VideoGamer.com with your uh, with your with your with your mad uh, theories and rambles. We love to hear. Yeah, them. yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Give me. Email podcast at VideoGamer.com for your long rambles. Love it. Stick mm-hmm. to the format. We love that. Yeah. Um, and then uh, videogamer.com for your gaming needs. Oh, thank you to Adam Cook and Colin Mahern and Andy and, B. And Andy B. The, mm. the legendary Andy B. For oh, the I hope jingles. he's all right. Not heard from Andy B in a while. Nah. Hope he's good. Hope he's good. Um, yeah, that'll just about do us. It's goodbye from me, goodbye, and it's goodbye from Rich Walker. See you next time.